We in the office. Just say how you feel. Facts. Say how you feel. Oh! We in the office. Oh! Hey, welcome back, everybody. As always, we appreciate you guys for coming in and tuning in with us, checking in with us. Happy Black History Month. Hey, the shortest month of the year. Ain't that a bitch? I know. But, you know, <laughs> hey, this is Black History Month. So welcome back to Say How You Feel. Today, you know, we're just going to sit down, chop it up, you know, talk about a little bit of Black history, talk about what this month in particular means to us. But before we hop into that shit, I'm Mo. I'm Say. And again, this is Say How You Feel. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> So what do you think about Black History Month, bro? What does it mean to you? Um, so, you know, growing up, Black History Month had a huge significance in my life, right? Um, you know, I'm, I'm Spanish, I'm Black, I'm an Afro-Latino, as they say, right? So I've, I've always seen different sides to Black history and how different cultures react to it and how they feel about it. But for me, it definitely, it definitely was um, empowering seeing other people of color, you know, looked at as heroes and idols, you know, aside from just the regular Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, you know, some, it's a, it's a vast amount of people, black people who contributed to America as a whole. So it was always good seeing them. Um, but then I got older <laughs> and once I got older, you start to realize, um, we here, we've been here, we've been doing this and we don't, I don't think we get recognized the way we should throughout the year you know what i'm saying yeah and that's the thing that kills me um first time i ever heard about juneteenth before we even get into that and you know them making it an official holiday last year um one of the craziest things was i learned about that um when i was like what 21 and i had this old school dude pull me aside man he told me all about juneteenth and i was like we should be celebrating that shit before we start celebrating black history and you know that meme where the black dude's touching his head and he's looking at you yeah he just gave me one of those looks and he shot me that look and i was like ah I understand now. So, you know, Black history to me, man, at where I stand today, it's super important for children. It's super important for a lot of people who don't know. But I think we need to just consider it history, period. It's being honest. Absolutely. Yeah, I hear you. What about you, man? Um, so coming up, you know, like you, like you said, Black History Month was super dope because that's the one month out of the year where as fucked up as it sounds, we don't really talk about too many white people other than Abraham Lincoln. Mm. You know, it's, it's all about, you know, the, the Langston Hughes and the, the Maya Angelou's and, you know, the, the Jesse Owens and, you know, the Benjamin Bannikers. Like, you know, it's about them people that don't really get the recognition that the other large figures do on a regular basis, you know? Facts. So, you know, it was dope to, to learn the different about different times and different histories without you know, everything being reverted to um, our modern basketball or football stars, you know, or, you know, our, anybody that's popular in pop culture right now. And I always felt like that was that was intriguing. And that was dope. Um, and as you stated, man, once I got older and got a little bit more, a little bit more hip, you know, to the game and uh, another old head, you know, just in your same instance, another somebody pulled me to the side. I remember I was watching. uh <laughs> I was sitting on the desk uh, at dispatch watching world star hip hop, watching fight videos. <laughs> and um, my OG came in and he was like, Mo, what the fuck are you watching? I was like, you saw that shit? And he was like, yeah, I seen it. But why are you watching that? 
And I was like, because it's entertaining. He was like, that's entertainment to you? That's what entertains you, watching black people destroy each other, hurt each other, beat up on each other, just be ignorant. That's what entertains you? Mm. And I was like, in a way, I'm like, damn, man, like, I'm trying to chill, bro. Like, you fucking up the vibe. Like, that shit was funny. You were smiling when you walked up. But he was like, um, he was like, here, I, I got something. I got something I want you to watch. And that's the first time I ever heard about hidden, hidden colors. Damn. Yup. Shut and up. From there, it was just like, I, I was woke after that. God damn it. Like, yeah. I was the blackest black that you could see like because <laughs> i'm black y'all because i'm black y'all black, light skinned and shit but yeah man like and that like i said now the way i look at it is like I, okay it's dope juneteenth is a federal holiday but it's just like i feel like that type of shit kind of takes i don't know it's not that it takes the the weight away from it because like I'm, I'm happy that it's you know federally recognized mm -hmm. but black history should not be just black history Black history is American history. It is. You know, and we and in all honesty, we are an integral part to what this country is and Period. has been, you know, Period. like since the foundation, we are an integral part of this. So it's like it shouldn't be a black history or a regular history like it should be history. history period. And not just focused on the slavery aspect of things. Think about the greatness that came out of, you know, black minds. Facts. Or, you know, other color minds too, Latin minds, uh, you know what I'm saying, Asian minds. There's been so many minds that have contributed to what we now see as American history, as, you know, as modern day America. And people don't get the recognition, don't get the credit that they deserve. Another thing here is talking about Black History Month is the fact that, like, throughout history, period, you know, is the influence that we've had on everything, every major trend, all the music. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like Elvis took his whole style, yes. everything, the way he, he sang and the way he taught all of that mm -hmm. shit, took everything, everything from a black Chuck. man. But he took everything from this dude, you know, and they say what uh, Chuck Berry is the, the godfather of rock and roll, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah. that ain't who he took it from. But, you know, you look at how we would back in the day, we would release a song and then white America get a hold yep. to it and they they flip the shit, you know, and mm -hmm. it's just now you look at, you know, uh, shout out to my Asian folks, you know what I'm saying? How the, the huge influence that black culture has had over there, you know, I, I just saw a video the other day. Uh, this this uh, I think it was Japanese or yeah, I think it was Japanese boy went into the barbershop and they kinked his hair up. Nigga, like he got like a little afro like that mm -hmm. ain't how you they textured his hair. And they dressing like, you know, the early 2000s out there. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, they caught the wave late. Like, why are you wearing a do-rag? Nigga, you can't get waves. <laughs> the fuck is going on? Those are your bow jeans. Nigga, them shit's ain't been hot since, like, 08. The fuck is going on? Listen, that's, that's, just, that's just what it is, bro. Why is your jersey on backwards, my G? <laughs> like, it's just the influence that we've had, man. And real 100% fact. James Brown is the most sampled artist of all time. Did you know that? No, I did not. Crazy. And the Crazy. guy you were talking about for Elvis, by the way, is uh, Jackie Wilson. That was Jackie the guy Wilson. Copied. Jackie Wilson. Copied but, everything, bro. Mm. Down to the twang, my nigga. Like Facts. everything. It's crazy. They still do it today, though. It still happens today. Facts. It's no different today. You look at remixes. You look at samples. You look at fashion, bro. You look at... Any and everything that comes from our culture, from Black culture, it, it's all about what's 
in what's new. Very rarely I ever see high fashion designers just pop. What I always see is I see celebrities wearing their stuff, right? Especially like when it comes to the black culture, I see them like bringing that attention to it. And oftentimes that's all it really is. It's like, yo, I want something different. Because technically speaking, when, okay, I'll give you a good example. Like when Beyonce, when Beyonce went and she was, um, what brand was it? I think it was, Te- is it Tefla? I don't know. I don't know the proper term for the bag that she was rocking. But I know when she was, everybody was like, oh, I want one now. I want one. And it was like, listen, we're not raising, we're not raising our prices, right? We love her to death. Thank you for the support. Thank you for her. I'm happy she's rocking it, but we're not raising our prices. Because that was an opportunity. That was an opportunity for them to capitalize. Right. Everybody wants one. It's one of those things, man, when it comes to black culture. So we make shit popping, man. When they say trendsetters, we really are trendsetters. But I also we talked about this briefly last time on stereotypes. I do believe that it is somewhat of uh, a downfall and a curse for us as well, because we all all we care about is looking the part and not actually being the part. Mm. You feel me? So, but we're not going to get to the negative. We're not going to get to the, the negatives of this, of what we're well, talking about. Um, that kind of, you know, was a great segue into what I was about to bring up here was the fact of like, you know, us being in Black History Month, we have to recognize the awesome leaders that we have had and that have been taken from us. Mm. You know, the the Martin Luthers and the, the Malcolms and, the you know, the, uh, the the Huey Newtons and, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the Mecca Everett's. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's, we got, there's been so many great leaders that we've had that have been taken. And it's to the point now that do you know of any great black leaders right now? Anybody that you would follow behind the way we would follow behind Martin or the way, you know, folks would follow behind. Do you know anybody right now? Can you name anybody off the top? So no, to answer your question, no. So it's not like, confidently. You know, once you know, once those were taken from us, I feel like it really took away from us. You know, it took away from the the momentum that we had, from the the power that we had, and it scared a lot of us into you know like I, you don't want to end up like that. So why would you like? It's cool for you to speak up, step out of the crowd, but do you want to be the face of the fucking movement? You know what I'm saying? Because then it just puts a target on your back. And it's like you got different, so many different things working against you, man. So like when Black History Month is a really, it should be a really proud time to be black and be alive. But for me, it kind of, it brings up sadness, you know, because I think about what could have been. Mm. You know, uh, happy birthday to Martin Luther King Jr. is posted on the fucking FBI page. Like, uh, <laughs> it's like, a, it's like a subtle I, fuck I, you, man. How dare you? How dare you, you rat bastard. So there's something I do want to address, though, on a on a on a slighter note. And this is something that I'm I'm getting into and I'm very passionate about, as we talked about yesterday offline. I mean, you um, I'm doing it like I'm I'm no longer um, holding back. I'm just pulling the trigger and I'm getting this shit done. So what I'm addressing is they have what's called black cult films or, you know, it's pretty black culture, but they call it black cult. I don't I never like that term. It sounds it sounds negative, but I will say this black horror movies, right? Not many out there. And I guess because black people don't play that shit. But Hell no. You know how quick a black horror movie is over? Two yeah. seconds. Pew. Yeah. <laughs> or it's yeah. like bah, 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 bah. And that's it. It's, that's done. it. it's over. But you know what? There's a lot of shit that we can address. That is horrifying, but I don't think no one's ever done it, right? Think about the shit that really scares black people. That is the shit that we should make movies about. 
But people also look at that like, oh, they're complaining again. I'm being real. There's so much shit that I think is truly scary to Black people where we'll watch it and we can all connect like, yo, I've been there. I've been there. And I'm going to be the person to do it. I'm going to be the person to fucking show what's truly scary. I am on God. On God. But anyway, that's definitely something I wanted to. Um, I'm going to keep it real with you, man. I'm, I'm looking at the list of like black horror movies right now. And I'd say it's less than 30. It's it's looking like it's less than 25. Oh, fuck, what what, what they got on there? Leprechaun in the Hood? Like Tales yeah, from the Hood? On that's on. Yeah, Tales from the Hood, one and two, and a few others. But it's less than it's less than 30, man. And that's sad. That's really sad when you think about how long horror movies have been out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The first horror movie I think is ever made Research department. <laughs> the first first horror movie ever made was uh, The House of the Devil. It was a supernatural based work, right? It that was actually a short scary film. As hell. It looks kind of creepy. It was a short film, and it was in eight, uh, 1896. Yes, two actually, two three minute shorts: The Haunted Castle and The House of the Devil. But yeah, man, it's a short film, so it doesn't even count. So if you think about 1896 till now, you're telling me. Well, besides segregation and, you know, race and everything in America that was going on during those times, shit, slavery was fresh. Yeah. Fresh off. You know what I'm saying? It was 40 years after that. So I can see that. But you're telling me from 1930s, 1940s on, we couldn't get no horror movies with black people in them? Blackula. Blackula's on that list, by the way. (laughs) Blackula's on that list. Blackula's like top three. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? That's... I feel like it's 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 probably something that's floating around, but ain't nobody done hop behind them. I'm pretty sure um, Jordan Peele's movies are on that list too. Yeah, all know? three of them. So them. you know, it's it, it's dope that he has hopped into that space. It's just sad that nobody hopped into that space prior to that. You know what I'm saying? Black History Month is like I said, it's kind of a it can go uh, both ways, man. It's yeah, an emotional man, it's time. A, it's, it's a love hate type relationship with the the month of February. And I just wish that, you know, people like James Baldwin, you know, got a little bit more uh, airplay in these schools, you know, to mm. open up eyes, especially when you talk about this whole critical race theory, you know, move that they got going on. It's just like it would be it would be dope to to get people that's more real, like more blunt about this shit, like Dick Gregory, like, you know, oh, let man, these kids hear about hear about that side of things. Let them hear from those people rather than, you know, cookie cutter type shit or, you know, what I'm saying shit that's going, you know, just. I, this ain't one of the moments where you want to spoon feed like i dunk their ass in the water fuck that like, <laughs> if we swim. gonna do this let's go all the way you know right and i don't think there's much theory in the critical race theory there ain't much fucking theory bro it sounds like facts to me it don't sound like a theory at all mm-hmm. you know they're posing it like oh it could be it could be but if you look at the facts that are going into it what what is what is what more do you guys need let's talk about the industry man the music industry as a whole wow what contributions we have made as people there fun fact stevie wonder was not only the first african-american or black man to win a grammy he was the first artist to win grammys with his three consecutive albums Mm -hmm. that's crazy nobody else has done that only the first First and and only. only to win album of the year with three consecutive studio albums Damn. Stevie Wonder. Come on now, it's Stevie though. It's Stevie. Conspiracy time, real quick. Oh shit, here uh, we go. There's a conspiracy that says that he... Stevie Wonder can see. Imagine. That's, bro, that, that man is be, blind, bro. Come on, dog. Greatest trick put. Nick, Shaq. Shaq, I say the fucking story about Shaq, bro. Shaq said, um, he, <laughs> he was at this hotel. He went mm-hmm. down to the lobby. And uh, when the 
the uh, elevator opened up, mm-hmm. he went to walk into the elevator and Stevie Wonder was in the elevator. Mm-hmm. And when Shaq walked into the elevator, Stevie Wonder was like, what's up, Shaq? Shaq didn't say shit to him before that. He said mm-hmm. nothing to him. How the fuck did he know that was Shaq? Uh, I find that hard to believe. Bro, I saw a video where Stevie Wonder's on stage performing. Him and a, a bunch of other people, they singing. And uh, I think it might have been like Lionel Richie or somebody. He bumped the microphone stand. The microphone stand starts falling. Stevie Wonder reached out and caught the shit. How? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send it to you. I oh swear, bro. So it's For like, how? bro, make it make sense. But he Damn, hit bro. the microphone stand and the shit fell over. Stevie wanted to reach out and call it. I don't know. I ain't going to say that he ain't blind, but I'm just going to say. Maybe he's like not as blind as people make it seem. Or maybe, you know, he's been blind for blind. so long that he got like superpowers. Or shit. He like daredevil. Well, shout out to Stevie, man. That's what's up. Yeah, man. What about Ray? Let's not forget Ray. And what's with these blind? What's with these blind musicians, bro? And what happened to him? How come we don't have one now? It's like every, you know what I'm saying? Before us, it was we had Ray, then you had Stevie Wonder, and after Stevie, like I ain't, I ain't seen another dope blind pianist. What happened? I seen a blind rapper, but he ain't black. <laughs> so moving on. Yeah, Blind Fury is something crazy though. That motherfucker said, nasty, "I'm bro. off the chain like I snatched half your necklace." <laughs> bro, I, I'm sorry. He, you know what? He gets a black card, and let's talk about a black card. He gets a black card, bro. Do you believe in a black card? That's a question I need to ask you. That's a that's a touchy one there. I don't know. If you give a black card to talk about, you know, how somebody, you know, welcome at the cookout. Mm-hmm. It seems like every time we do that as a people, they do some shit that make us be like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Shout out to Justin Timberlake. This motherfucker was black for all of a decade. And then, like, he just switched it up and went country. Like, what? how how does that make sense? Nigga, you and Timberlake made, like, one of the dopest albums ever. And... Thanks. Like what, like you used us for your success, and now it's like, oh, now you some country boy. Like, get the fuck out of here. That don't that ain't the way this work, man. Well, why you not? Get down, or you gonna lay down, nigga. Fuck you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Only you way out mad. of this shit is in a box, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I'm bullshit. My big thing though is like it's just that like you made so much dope music, you know. And then when it comes to giving out these black card cities, you know, these white celebrities that we love so much, like what do they do other than be celebrities like are they they reaching out to us are they in our communities doing shit you know what i'm saying like what we we they get a black card just because of the way you know they swagger they style like no nigga i feel like there should be something that should be earned if you ain't putting in no no groundwork then you know what i'm saying you you don't deserve a black card for instance john brown john brown. anybody deserves a black card it would be john brown Mm-hmm. who was an American abolitionist uh, from he was uh, from 19. I mean, from 1800 to 1859. Him and his sons was out here fucking freeing slaves, like mm. killing white folks with slaves, freeing them. So mm. if anybody deserves a um, a black card, it would be him be that and man. his sons, him and his sons. I was just going to say more so like a black card within people that, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to think if there's anybody that we knew that had a black card when we was working together. Um, anybody you know now that would be like worthy of a black card. I don't really know that many people that would be worthy of a black card to keep a stack with you. Um, I, I don't know. I don't met a few. I don't met a few. You know, that's really. But Blind Fury. Um, yeah, that motherfucker. He, he deserves a black like, card. Uh, shout out to my Uncle Sherm. Like, that was my dog, man. Still my dog. Love him to death. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But um, 
you know, he 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 had a I feel like he he had a, a black card for a minute though. Probably still to this day. You know what I'm saying? Uh shout out to uh my mom, as a matter of fact. My mom is Facts. a Caucasian woman and she, you know what I'm saying? She cooked, you know, she she woke him at the cookouts. Facts. She still has like uh the 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 there's a thing that white folks do. <laughs> there's this thing no. when, when when they're talking. Don't and do you, it. Like you like no, <laughs> keep it in the stack though. Keep it in the stack. I know though. what you're like, talking about. Like it's yeah. just all white folks do it. All white folks <sighs> do it. It's just like you like why? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you say that? Like the, the, that <laughs> awkward, that, that awkward awkwardness. Yes. Yeah. It's just yeah. like you know what's up. funny. I love your mom. Your mom is funny, man. Your mom actually can hang. She's cool. You know what I'm saying? She's cultured. She is cultured. You can't deny she that, is. man. She's yeah, super absolutely. cultured. Absolutely. And you know what? She keep it a stack. She'd be like, yeah, that's that's racist or nah, you know, you miss you misunderstood that one. She keeps it a buck, bro. But hey, your mom's the homie, man. Moms can hang with the best of them. Another fun fact, you know, is the fact of like, you know, we, we try to make it seem like Damn, we rabbit hole time. We try to make it seem like, you know, only way that uh, black folks got to America was, you know, through slavery. And you look back at it, and we was already here. Facts. We was already here. So it's just like, it's, I hate, you know, when we talk about black history, I hate that, you know, it's only, it's like it's a black history through a white lens. Yes. Well, that's so. what it is. It's not black history. Like this is not they 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 only they spoon feed you again. They, they spoon feed you this information. They spoon feed you these facts and you know this history when there's something that if they dunked your head and told you the real history, it it'll blow your you, mind. You, you know, agree. It's like what the fuck? Who the fuck? How would I have known this? Why haven't I known this for so long? What else are you hiding? We already know how I feel about history and where it comes from. You already know what I'm gonna talk. We already know what I'm gonna say when it comes to history. You know, it's not written by us; it's written by them, and that goes that goes for everything. All we can do is educate yourselves, right? Learn the truth. But then again, you know, I also feel like now we're in a, in a time where, no matter how much truth was presented or is presented, people would turn away from it. I'm not believing that. That's bullshit. You know, it's what? so hard what? to unlearn oh, yeah. something after you've after you've learned something. Yeah, especially after you know you've really dedicated your life to believing that you know you know it's motherfuckers out here that believe the holocaust never happened shut the fuck up that's a real thing no way bro i swear to god oh my god yeah after all the photos and after everything well then again i'm gonna keep it a stack it's not hard to propaganda there you go i'm not i'm listen okay nothing is impossible (laughs) okay now that that we're talking about it were you there did you see it or did you see photos of it? Did you see it? Were you there? I mean, I'm not going to be that person. I will not be that person. I'm not going yeah, to be that man. person. Yeah. I'm just saying anything is possible. Anything just, is possible. I'm just saying, you know, it's a lot of uh, undeniable truths that have happened throughout history. But there are mm-hmm. also a lot of one-sided truths that have happened as well. You know, where you didn't catch the other side. or You didn't see you know any explanation from things because in the end the who who won is who won you know so society man you know so this is a crazy dimension that we're stuck in my thinking as of late has really been like there has to be more than this there has to be of course gotta be something gotta be something better than this 
I know you said it before. You was like, listen, our history did not begin with the arrival of, you know, African slaves to the U.S. Mm-hmm. But a lot of um, platforms do believe that. And that is what they constitute um, black history. Mm-hmm. If you look it up right now, it'll even t- it, it will even tell you that's what it is. Right. It, it, it began with them coming to the to us. But that is so not true. That in itself right there, like you said, is is the first lie. And everything else after that is just it deletes from the, the facts. And once you start taking away from the facts, you start having different narratives and then you can shape and form any type of opinion that you want. Yeah. Right. And the saddest part about it all is that it's so hard to find the truth. It's, it, it, and the truth should be so easy. Right. It should just it should just come out. They should just be like, hey, listen, blacks have been here for forever. We've known this. Right. The motherland is called the motherland for a reason. Aliens do exist. We have the mm. cure to AIDS. But it's that's it's never going to happen. And you know what they'll do? Another thing, too. And when I say they, I mean, people, those in power who just don't at this point, they don't even care. It's like it is what it is. Right. Um, it's all about control. It's always yeah. it's always been about control. That's all. That's all it's ever been about. Nothing else. Not money. Not not um, not, not anything but control. Because if you have control, you have power and power far exceeds money. Because think about it. Money, money is fabricated. Money really does not exist when you think about it. It's a made up concept. That's all it is. Right. Because tomorrow, if they say, hey, we're going to do business with fucking plastic. If plastic became the most valuable, precious material on the planet. Right. And the more plastic you had, the more wealthy you were. That's it. That's our currency. Right. It's just something that we use. It's, It's made up. It's make believe. And even now, more so with crypto and everything else that we're going to. Even now, more so the fact that, like, we're going through a pandemic. Like, these motherfuckers printed out a billion dollars. Like, fuck it. Here you go. Here's an extra billion we're just going to throw into the economy. Where the fuck did that come from? Fact. If that's the case, if it was that easy to make shit happen, why are there homeless people? Facts. I agree. You, you know what I'm saying? If it's that fucking easy for you to be like, here, I'm just going to throw an extra billion dollars into the economy. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Send this out to the families that need it. What about the people that need this shit every day? Mm-hmm. What about the people that needed this shit five years ago, not just two years ago? You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just, it's like I'm Control. waking up, man. I'm waking Control. up, man. <laughs> I'm waking up, bro. And it's like, it's hard to, to be a parent in this time because it's like, do you, you can't unload all of this shit onto a kid. You know what Hell I'm saying? No. But it's like at the same time, you want your kids to not fall for the okie doke. You want them to grow up into some shit where they're more aware of their history. They're more aware of the power that they have. They're more aware of this fucking shiesty ass government that we got to deal with all the fucking time. So it's just Facts. like it's it's a double edged sword, man. It's fucking I'm I'm starting to lose my mind, bro. Like, I <laughs> I swear, dude, like I, that's. Only shit that I've been watching lately is just super woke shit. Any movie I watch, it's always some deeper type meaning to it, or it's talking about a different timeline. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's how yeah. time is fabricated. Or, it's literally all I've been able to think about for the past, like, month. You never heard the term, um, knowledge is power, but it comes at the price of sanity? Nope, never heard that one before, but shit, man, that makes a lot of sense. Facts. Right. I may be paraphrasing. So if anyone wants to quote me, that's my shit now. But anyway, it's like knowledge is power, but it comes at the price of your sanity, because the more, you know, right, is the more you feel like the more, you know, is it feel like, damn, like I I can't avoid this or I'm going to have to go through this in order to get to where I need to be. 
yeah how how can i change it how can what can i what can i do man like well you know what i'm saying what i, I can't there's no going back to being sheep there's no going back to that shit at this point it's just like now it's but it's like, oh, do I wake the family up too? Do I wake my kids up this young? <laughs> they go to Catholic school, my nigga. Like, can you imagine my daughter going to school and be like, Christianity is a made up concept, guys. Just want to let y'all know. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I just want to let you know. <laughs> like, it's it's based on pagan religion. Did you know that? Huh? Did you know that? Like, can like, there's I can't wake her up. I was watching something yesterday, my dog, and um, they started talking about Jesus. And it, she was like, oh, look, that is Jesus. And they were comparing Jesus to Buddha. And she's like, who's that guy? And I was like, that baby is Asian Jesus. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, what? There's only one Jesus. And I was like, you know what? We'll go down this when you get a little bit older. We'll talk about this again. We'll revisit this one. Listen, you, I mean, okay. <laughs> I know we talk about this all the time on the show, but you know, you can't, you necessarily can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Because even when she gets older, she has to decide for herself what she wants to believe in. She could say, yo, my dad was a fucking loon. Yeah. She could. Like, yo, my dad was crazy. My dad was a fucking heretic. Do you understand? <laughs> if this was 300 years ago, they would have burned his Stone, ass they at the stake. The <laughs> they would have burned his nigga at the stake. He would have been publicly decapitated for the shit that he had told me as a child. <laughs> Facts. Facts, bro. Facts. But if it's the truth, it's the truth. It's what you believe. It's what you believe. Yeah, but you know, it's like you take you take. You rather believe that lie than believe the truth. We'd rather believe a pretty lie than the ugly truth. Anyway. And that sounds like America in a nutshell. Oh, okay. Speaking back on America, uh, shout out to James Baldwin again. This is one of my favorite quotes here: "Is uh, to be a Negro in this country and be relatively conscious is to be in a state of rage almost, almost all of the time." Boom. See? To be relatively conscious is to be stressed the fuck out, to be angry. The shit that you're enraged about, you have no control over. No matter what you do, exactly, nothing is going to change. And if it does change, it will only be a temporary change. That's they'll, right. they'll march about you. They'll protest about you. But in a matter of months, it'll be a distant memory all over again. And the cycle continues. Facts. Do you think, okay, so let me ask you this. Do you think black people, black culture as a whole, do you think that they're at fault for that? I do. Um, I was going to say, you know what? Uh, yeah, to an extent, you know what I'm saying? That's, I, I hate fake outrage. Mm -hmm. You know, I hate to forgive and forget shit. Like, oh, I forgive them. You know, hey, you know, hey, no matter what you did to my family, you took my brother from me, but, you know, God want me to love you. Fuck that Fuck shit. Fuck that shit. Bury that <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I bury those cockroaches, <laughs> you know, I, I cannot condone violence or um, or preach violence. And I refuse to on the show. But I will say this, though. Right. I don't have to forgive you. I want I want equal justice. Right. If motherfucker does something that's out of line, it should they should be treated the same way across the board. There yeah. should no there should be no if, ands or buts or um, hypothetical situations or none of that shit, bro. None of that should fucking apply. Because yeah, the, if we yo, did laws that, are so trick, it's so much trickery when no, it comes to that bullshit, bro. It's not, so bro. Much trickery. You want to know what the craziest part about it is? It's no fucking trickery. I'm gonna keep it a stack with you. You know I love law. I should be a lawyer, right? I should go to fucking law school as much as I love law. Let me tell you what it is, okay? First thing is money. 
right? Fuck that. It's not even the money, to be honest with you. The first thing is knowledge, right? If you have a defense attorney or a prosecution team who is head in those books or they know the law front to back, they know so much case law, so many ways to spin it, right? Or so many ways to, to fix, there's is a loophole in everything. I swear yeah. there is. If you have someone, right, that good, that's it. That's the first step, right? Because it's a, it's a battle. This is chess, right? And then it's a lot of psychology, right? A lot of breakdown. And then finally, the last part is your judges. The judges play a huge role in, in how these sentences are carried out on how punishment is delivered and all that other stuff. They're judging like these are people are that their positions are to judge, bro. I'm telling you, like when it comes but, to I, I, but take a step back before you hit the judges, mm -hmm. those other factors that you put in the knowledge, the psychology, you know, knowing that shit is trickery. How so? Because you could spin something a perception is reality. If you could make somebody perceive something a certain way, that is something mm -hmm. they will believe no matter how disgusting it looks no matter how pretty whatever the fuck if you can make them perceive that shit a certain way then that's the way you know what i'm saying that's what they're gonna believe that shit is trickery my nigga because what you perceive is not always the fucking truth i'll give you that one thank you i agree with you i agree with you on that one i do agree with you on that one okay but i'll say this i agree however i will say this if people of color, not just blacks, I'm gonna be fair on this one. If people of color had the financial resources to afford better wizards <laughs> and witches <laughs> to perform this chicory, right? Because that's what they lawyers are fucking beasts, bro. If you if if they had that money, they had the money to do so, then yes. So I know I said fuck money, but it really comes down to education. So let's say you don't have those resources. Here's two options you can have. One, stay the fuck out of trouble and stay and don't do don't do shit that's gonna put you in a predicament knowingly. Cause it's all about possession is not intent of the law, right? So if mm -hmm. you knowingly did something, right, and you were in the possession of doing whatever it was, you're at fault, right? That's a fact. That is a fact. So if you knowingly are committing crimes, or you're knowingly doing something, then yes then you gotta, you're going to have to fit, you know, you got, you got judgment. But if, if you can stay out of trouble and you can avoid it, right, by all means, don't put yourself in situations. Second thing, know the law. Know the law. If you know you cannot afford a lawyer, you have to educate yourself. You can represent yourself in court. And, and don't be the, like the dude in Florida, the one <laughs> he was on trial. You seen that, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, if y'all think I came to play with y'all, <laughs> God damn it, I'm not. <laughs> Oh my god. I almost said that shit yesterday, bro. I swear to God, I almost said that shit yesterday. If you right, think dude. I came to play? Whoo! You got me fucked up. But uh yeah, man. And keeping it real, bro. Like what, oh, you, shit. what you said is real shit, bro. Because I, I fought a case and I told I told my old lady right before the case was about to happen, yeah. I can defend myself with this one. I can mm -hmm. defend myself. I would rather defend myself. She yeah. wanted to be safe. No, I wish she get you. Huh, 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 and end up paying like seven grand for somebody to come defend me. And I and I, I ain't beat the case. I can tell you that. I ain't beat the fucking case. Because this motherfucker didn't even know what the fuck was going on. Didn't push for shit. Nothing. So yeah. um, now I'm sitting here like, you like, wh what the fuck? Because you told me before you walked in here, I got you. Don't worry about it. Don't say nothing. I'll take care of you. Mm -hmm. And I'm guilty. So not only did I have to pay you. 
But now that shit is on my criminal record. And on top of that, I got to pay for the fucking ticket. Right. So now, now I'm out of fucking almost eight grand. Fucking with you. Fucking around with you. Facts. When I could have been out of like one. (laughs) I I honestly feel like you would have. I mean, you you have a you have a background law first, but I have a strong feeling you definitely could have represented yourself. Yeah, exactly. And you know, strike you know, strike to motions and you know, doing all those that shit is easy to learn. It's not hard, you know. It's really not hard. It's just it's all about it's chess, bro. You play chess. You know how this shit works, you know. So my biggest thing, and I know like people like will say we don't got money for lawyers. We don't got money for this, and I understand that. But if you knowingly put yourself in a situation, then you're going to have to pay. Right. There's no it's no if if R. Kelly can walk into a courtroom. I'm talking about back in the early 2000s. They have this man on camera. Right. On camera doing <laughs> things. with I'm, I'm, and, and, and then he's like, it's not me and his lawyers. Right. Like you said, perception. It's the evidence is right there. No one believes it. Right. If he can walk out of a courtroom, I guarantee you. Right. You guys will be just fine. Just fine. There's so many ways to make factory, money now. Nigga. I know. I know. Step in the name of love. Nigga. I know. I know. Crazy. You remind me of my fucking Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> nigga. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck he was? That is crazy. I know. Not anymore, though. Not anymore. He went in there and beat that shit, bro. He really he beat, beat that the shit. case, nigga. And everybody knew. Everyone was talking about it for the longest time. Everyone was talking about it. You're not going to tell me that these motherfuckers didn't know. They were just like, yo, I'm keeping my mind about business. I don't want no part to that shit. And rightfully so. <laughs> but since we're, since we're on a topic of R. Kelly, right, his contributions to the Black community and Black culture in itself, through the roof. I, we can't take his accolades. Yeah, unmeasurable. Can't take his accolades. I believe I can fly. I believe you know? I can fly to this day and put a tear in your eye. I'm going to Half on the bass one of my I can favorite see songs. It, <laughs> then I can do nigga. What Bro. you talking about the runs? Come on, man. Come he got on. it. He got it. He got it, man. He got it. Hands the fuck down. So <laughs> um a funny fun story, right? Funny story. I so I heard that you had an incident the other day. Yeah, man. Uh yesterday. Okay. Yesterday. So talk, um tell us about it, please. So, uh, you know, being a customer service rep or whatever, you know, you talk to a lot of people. It's all I do all fucking day is talk. And, you know, what's crazy is like I do that, like to get paid full time. I talk and then I come and do this and talk and then I go get on stage and talk. So I talk so fucking much mm-hmm. like it's ridiculous. Mm. I'm, I, I, there are periods where I don't want to say shit. I'm tired of talking. But anyways, I digress. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, um, this older Caucasian gentleman called him and, you know, we were sitting there chopping it up, you know, good conversation. I'm trying to help him out, you know, solve his problems and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, throughout the course of our conversation, he says, um, it's easier to join the Marines than doing this. You know, I just went in and signed my name and I was like, oh, well, thank you for your service, sir. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, as a fellow veteran, he was like, what branch were you in? I was like, oh, you know, not as tough as you. <laughs> you know, I was, <laughs> I was in the Air Force and he was like, well, you know. Hey, don't don't get it confused. You know, I um, I was in the reserve. So from 54 to 62, nobody shot at me out of hate. Except mm. for this one darky. No offense. And uh, except for this one darky. <laughs> oh, I'm followed by followed by no offense. 
And it took me a second to register that. And then I laughed about it. And I said, uh, well, is there anything else I can help you out with today, sir? <laughs> no? Well, you have a great day. And um, after that, I had to take a step back from the phone and just sit and think, like, except for this one darkie. Like, nigga, that really came out of your fucking mouth. Bro. Like, and then no offense. So that you saying no offense kind of makes me feel like exactly. you may have heard the twang in my voice. You could tell that I may have been a person of color on the other end of this phone. And in your mind, the first thing that came to mind was to tell me about a darkie that shot at you. You couldn't have said except for this one guy. Except right. for this one incident. So here's, here's my thing, right? If you have to say no offense, that means in your mind, you already knew it was offensive, right? Before you blurted that bullshit out, you know it was offensive because what he could have just said was just one darkie and left it at that, right? Because if you genuinely didn't feel like it was anything wrong with that, if you didn't feel that there was something wrong about it, you wouldn't have said it, right? Unless you just meant it because that's how you talk, then that's cool, you know, fair game. However, the fact that you go and you follow up with no offense proves that you know better and you're just ignorant to the fact. What you should have said was when he said this one dark, I'm like, you mean niggas? You mean a nigga? A nigga shot at you? That's that's how I would have handled it. I mean, you're at you work. Must've, you must have fucked up, huh? <laughs> I'm sure he ain't shoot at you for no reason, Mr. White Man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Bro. he ain't shoot at you for no reason. Bro. You did something that warranted to be for somebody to fire a firearm at you. Oh my God. You probably called him a darkie, didn't you? And he was probably. like, You got the right one today. <laughs> Facts, bro. That shit is upsetting. You know what else I realized too? What? You, and when it comes to, I don't know why, bro. I don't know why, but you and like getting into altercations with white men or white women, period, is just something about your energy. You always attract them. You do. What the fuck are you talking about? What you did remember, I do? You was at a bar. I never forget this shit because the way you called oh. me, I thought somebody had died. I thought somebody died. Nah, nah, yeah, I'm a yeah, nigga. I'm about to tell this story. This man calls me, okay? And he was like, first he sent me a text. He's like, bro, I'm about to lose it. I'm thinking you're at work and you're spazzing. He's like, bro, I'm about to lose it. I'm about to lose it. I'm 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 gonna kill this nigga. I'm about to shoot this place. I was like, I was like, I was like bro, what is going on? He's like, so I was having a rough day and something said, you know what? Let me stop at the bar, have a drink before I go home, have a beer, some beer, right? One beer before I go home. That's what you told me. I was like, okay, it sounds like everything's going good so far. So you're telling me about how stressful work was. And then I'm like, okay, bro. So what's up? So then you're like, yo, so you're talking to your wife and you were trying to find a gift to send her. So you, you, <laughs> I don't know why you opened this door, but you did. So you tapped this gentleman, this white gentleman. Is this correct? To yeah. the next to you. And he's like, hey, man, I'm sorry to bother you. Or some shit like that. But you was like, I'm trying to think which gift or which picture I should send my wife. Which one do you think? And what was the first thing this man chose? There's a fucking raccoon that was rubbing his hands together in a real devious manner. <laughs> and he was like, that one. And like, didn't hesitate. As soon as he saw it, he pushed it. <laughs> And after he pushed it, I just looked at the phone <laughs> and I looked at him. And it's Yo, just like, you were I'll, so mad. I opened that door. I walked right into that shit. Yo, I nigga walked called you right a coon. into that. To my fucking face. Oh. 
you was yo i i haven't heard you that mad bro in a long time i thought something I was bad happened fucking furious and oh if God, people oh like our audience may think that like i got a real anger issue because like there are a few i, I feel like uh, the past couple episodes I, it always stems back to something that pissed me off mm-hmm. have you noticed that yeah but i don't think you do now anyone that knows you knows you really don't like you're mad no with all respect you're passive you're a passive individual I'm super, I'm way more aggressive than you. And I don't mean it in a bad way. I just feel like when we're talking about these situations, the thing about you is that you hold a lot of shit in. So your shit is explosive, right? Your shit is like rapid fire in comparison yeah. to me, where next, it's like, next thing you know, I'm fucking I'm throwing a pizza in a fucking pizza shop. <laughs> <laughs> and in court representing yourself. Yeah. So next thing you know, <laughs> that's the Here difference. Here we go again. You. You let shit pile up. I'm just like always on 10. I'd rather just address shit right then and there. That's the difference. But I, my methods are a little bit more aggressive. Anyway, so yeah, back to you though. Yeah, you let shit build, man. And yeah, that, that shit was crazy. It was just one of them days. All I just wanted, to, I just wanted a drink. I want to sit down and get a drink. And it wasn't a beer. You know, I don't drink beer like that. It was, mm. I, I started to get a Long Island. But, uh, mm. you know, it's, I just wanted, I sat down, just chill for a second, you know, decompress, have me a drink. And me and the wife was going back and forth. We texting, and it's like I was gonna send her some devious shit. You know, she said something. I don't remember what she said, but I was on some shit like, yeah, you know. <laughs> it's not that I attract that type of energy. It's not that I attract, you know, these interactions with people. But I do. I'm one of those type of people that if you're around me, I have no problem with interacting with you. You know what I'm saying? Like I got no problem yeah. talking to a stranger. I have no problem engaging somebody that I feel should be engaged. I have no no problem doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that opens me up to situations like this one that just happened. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like you're, you're talking to somebody and you let a motherfucker get too comfortable, get a little bit too familiar. And next thing you know, boom, you're the one that's pissed off, you know. <laughs> but it's like if you open that door, you can't be mad at what comes through it. I mean, that's that's one way to look at it. I, I feel like you were just trying to be cool. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. But I also feel like, you know, where you live and that type of climate is different, you know, and it shouldn't be that way. It should have been maybe maybe in all honesty, man, just not to defend him or play devil's advocate. Maybe he really just thought that shit was funny because when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's if it wasn't a raccoon, if it would have been a badger or some shit, it would have been funny. You know what I'm saying? But because there's a, there's so much of a stigma on coon and raccoon when it comes You're to right. black people, maybe that's that, all it was. You're right. Seriously, maybe that, that, I, I could have been reaching. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I could have overreacted. I could have took something personal that wasn't meant to be personal. But bruh, I know. I was I know. fucking furious. I know. But anywho, yeah. So <laughs> on a positive note, man, I tell you, Black history has a way of uh of of getting getting us in our fields, one way or another. That's a fact. Yeah, man. Yep, absolutely. It brings it brings uh brings out the best and the worst, or it could bring out the best and the worst. Some people are just maybe objective to it. It's just another month for you. Happy Valentine's Day. You know, that's what you're worried about, you know. But there's others of us that look at this shit like should it even be a fucking thing? You know? Mm. Should it even be a thing? It, why does it have to be just one month? Why of right. all months is it this motherfucking month? How come it ain't where Juneteenth is at? That should be Black History Month. I agree. Let's you know, do it. What major holiday is in June other than Father's Day? June Let's 10th. do it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Let's do it, man. I mean, I, I agree. It's like, I feel like, eh, let's hurry up and get this shit over with. 
here you go. It's like a sympathy in a sense. It could be perceived as a sympathy. And I know all these cultures and companies, you know, they want to show that they're on board. But, you know, one way you really could show you're on board, support Black women within these companies and these industries. You know, mm. Black women have it so fucking hard when it comes to when it comes to working within corporate, bro. I hear it all the fucking time. And I'm just like, God damn. Like, no matter what they do, they have to they have to they have to do so much just to be on the same playing field. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I being a woman hard enough being a woman to be a black woman on top of that. Mm. It's like, fuck. Yeah, man. Right. The most copied figure, most copied thing on the planet, right? It's a black woman. If all gay men and white women stopped imitating black women, who would they imitate? Hmm. Let me repeat mm. that for those that didn't hear me in the back. Mm. <laughs> Yo, if black women were not around, right? Who would gay men and white women imitate? Mm. Damn, you hear? Yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's mm. a brain sparker there, huh? Now, now listen. I I'm not saying that. I'm not saying all gay men imitate um, black women. I'm not saying that, right? Not at all. I'm not saying that, you know, white women imitate black women either. I'm not saying all, but I thought about that shit and it was very interesting because I was like, hmm, who would who would then be the forefront of I'm not saying the butt of your jokes, but who would be what would you be? Yeah. What would you be? How would you talk? How would you carry yourself? Yes, bitch. Yes. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. I never hear that shit. (laughs) If you don't have black women, who would you imitate from the hairstyle to the nails, to the way they talk, to the way they carry themselves, to the figures, right? Mm. Come on. It's like, damn, I don't want to even, I don't even want to go down a rabbit hole. All I can see, if these corporations really want to make a difference, put more people, black women, not even people, black women in, in, in positions of power. That's it. We can yeah. talk about black history all day, yeah, especially also- if they're killing it. Mom, that's another, if, especially if they're qualified, right. if they are qualified to be there. Facts. If they are qualified to be there, because I really feel like, you know, uh oh, here we go. Another rabbit hole. Boom. The whole reason why we have the vice president that we have right now is because of that same type of thinking. Right. Is we want to put a black woman in power. Right. Facts. That who is qualified. Right. However, when did she become a black woman? Because this woman I, been saying she was Asian for the longest fucking time. And all of a sudden, swing around, I'm a black woman. That's the type of shit I don't like. You know what I'm saying? The pick and choose type shit. Shit's irritating. The Tiger Woods? You know what I'm saying? The Tiger Woods. Like, you black when you want to be. You You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the... ah. I don't like the racially ambiguous bullshit. Like, if yeah. we're going to go that route, then, you know, do what you got to do. Um, uh, same thing. Uh, Joe just said something else about um, the next Supreme Court justice will be a black woman. Mm-hmm. I think they're just doing it just because. I, you know what? If you're doing it just because, if you're doing it just because, that's awesome. You know why? Because you can find a highly qualified black female judge who can do shit the way it should be able to be done. You could find somebody who could be a real asset, who can be a real uh, advocate for us on a Supreme Court level, you know? That's the thing, though. Being on the Supreme is, that Court, who, is that who's going to get there? <laughs> I don't know. That- I, I don't know. But I will say this. Being on the Supreme Court, I'm not even going to say for us. It's for 
all. It's for everybody. Like the law should, that's what I'm trying to tell you. When it comes to those judgments, it should never be based on who you're doing it for, right? Because the, the shit that they see on the Supreme Court is, it's gonna, it's speaking for the nation. It's speaking yeah. for everybody. So I don't even think like, a, I, I do agree. Hey, it's good. I, I love diversity on the panel. We need it, right? I, we need it. Hands down, we need it. However, whether she is Democrat or Republican, to me, I really don't give a fuck. What I do care about is that they are making decisions, educated decisions, unbiased, fair decisions for everyone. Because mm-hmm. as a Supreme Justice, you're talking for, you're speaking for everyone. You are the law of the land. You're the highest court in the nation, right? I don't care who it is. It just needs to, ha- the person needs to be, I say fresh. When I say fresh, I mean young, right? Someone who's a little more open-minded, but is also looking at the big picture for everybody and how the law affects everybody. That is my take on it. So I'm not opposed to whether she's Republican uh, or she's Democratic. I don't care how that works. As long as this individual is, has a good sense of the climate in America, what's going on and how the laws affect everyone. Because yo, as technology keeps coming in and stuff become, and stuff starts getting tweaked, the laws have to change and how we perceive these laws got to change too. And eventually i do believe this bro we even we're young now our mind's gonna change bro we may be like nah i'm so against that shit that's not happening and we may became we may become those old heads the older i get the more conservative my views have been it's crazy right you know the older i get you know this certain shit is just like no that's fuck no that shouldn't be a thing (laughs) right you know what i'm saying it's just but again you know when we're looking at the laws and we're looking at our current technology and everything it's like it's crazy that fucking iPhones update every fucking year. But when was the last time the law was updated? Facts, you know what bro. I'm saying? Like that shit don't make no sense. Why the fuck are we still having to go someplace to fucking vote? Why the fuck is the Electoral College still a thing? Like mm. it's with the ease of access to technology and devices and how they're probably we're probably outnumbered in cell phones at this point. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got a cell phone. I, no lie. No bullshit, nigga. Three days ago, we was on our way to fucking Walmart. There's a homeless dude out there with a fucking sign. Uh, hungry. Uh, uh, <clears throat> it was a hungry, homeless veteran. Uh, anything helps. And as he's standing there with the sign, this nigga pulled the phone out of his pocket and answered the call. <laughs> like, even a homeless dude got a fucking phone. He got to stay you know connect, bro. So why the fuck? Are we like how how can we not get it to the point where we can decide, you know what I'm saying, where we want our taxes to go? They're in mm. a pool of that shit, you know what I'm saying? Where how, how can we not decide that okay, well, this is the way we want to vote? We can't vote over the phone, so it's, it's not secure. I bank over the fucking phone. Right. So my Ain't money is more, less exactly. secure in my opinion. Facts. Facts. Talk about it. You gotta be careful, bro. The black cat is gonna start pulling up. We I got, got rounds, I got ammo, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> Yo, but it's real. And shit. if you think I'm playing with you, <laughs> goddamn it, I'm not. <laughs> oh my god, we gotta get off this, man. Listen, yeah, I love man. America. She's like the wife. You know, you can't live without her. Can't live with her. But you gotta find a happy balance, man. And as it, as time goes on, you guys just mend together and become something beautiful. But yeah, man, this was great. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, this was a good episode. We want to thank you guys for coming and chilling with us again. Happy Black History Month. For Say It How You Feel, I'm Mo. I'm Say. God bless America. Happy Wednesday. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. See you next week.